Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. This week, we are going to talk all about different tools that I have used to help me live my most authentic and inspired life. I know that is really the main goal of this podcast for me is to help you guys dive into your most authentic and empowered life. When it comes to getting empowered and staying empowered, I think a big part of that is living authentically and in alignment. But those are kind of vague terms. What the fuck does that even mean? So we are going to dive into that today. So let's get started. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast, your host Erica here, and I am so, so excited for this episode. So I know that sometimes this healing journey, this stepping into our authentic self, this getting empowered journey can be really overwhelming. And a lot of times it's like, where the hell do I even start? So today I'm going to break down for y'all four different things that have changed my life when it comes to living in my authenticity and alignment and just starting to be more true to who I am in my soul. And so again, this is just what works for me. There are so many different modalities that work for so many different people. And so that's when I talk about the main components of this episode and when I really dive into what has helped me, just know that again, this is what has helped me. Not everything resonates with everyone. That is a-okay. But I wanted to share with you guys what has worked for me because maybe it will work for you. Maybe it will open your eyes to something different, something new, something you may have never heard of before. And I'm just really excited for that. So first though, I want to share what I am grateful for today. So today in Arizona, it is extremely warm. It is supposed to get up to 116 degrees today and then tomorrow it's supposed to get to 120. So today I'm grateful for air conditioning. I am grateful for air conditioning and for working inside an office. Poor Kyle works outside in this heat and I literally could not do it. I give him the biggest props in the entire world because I could not do it. I could not. So I'm grateful for air conditioning today and it may be simple, but honestly, there are so many people in this world that do not have that luxury. I know it is a luxury. So this is me expressing my gratitude because I would be literally melting without it. Like I know a lot of times, especially, I think I have a lot of Midwest listeners here because I'm from the Midwest originally. And honestly, guys, I know we love the summer out in the Midwest. I know we're like, this is fucking great. I'm so happy. Well, I think in my opinion, Arizona summer is kind of like Midwest winter. It's when people don't really like to go outside too much. You find different activities to do. And if you do an activity outside, it 
typically is really early in the morning or like water related. So that is what I'm grateful for today. I did go paddle boarding this morning, which was so incredibly fun, but I just, oh gosh, guys, I'm melting. I'm literally trying to take this time to do indoor things like clean, organize, redecorate, things like that. Just really trying to make this house feel more my home. Kyle and I kind of want to make some shifts and really are looking to kind of step up our game, you know, which I love. And so being inside, I am doing some of those things <laughs> where I am safe in the air conditioning. So I'm very grateful for that. And what is something I'm loving? Okay. So obviously if you're listening to this, you like podcasts and I know a lot of y'all are loving more of my woo woo spiritual episodes. And so I have to share with you a podcast that I personally love that I listen to. And that is the balanced blonde soul on fire podcast. I love her. She has been podcasting for, I don't even know how many years, like five plus years. I think she just hit 10 years in blogging, but I know she's been podcasting anywhere between like five and seven years. So she has a ton of episodes. I'm kind of going through old ones right now, like really, really old, like 2016 old. Right. And I just love her stuff so much. And if you are someone that's like spiritual woo woo. So her blog really started with like sharing her vegan journey and actually just recently, like in the last couple months, part of her healing journey, because she also a big part of her journey and her blog and her Instagram is sharing her journey with Lyme disease. And so she actually recently has started eating like animal products again and stuff. So that's been kind of interesting. But really, I would say the more recent episodes from her are a lot more on mindset, mindfulness, um, she gets out there spiritually and I fucking love it. Like if you think I'm woo woo, okay, dive in because she takes it to another level. She talks about Pleiadians, like literally aliens, all this cool shit. And I just love, I love her vibration and actually like small tangent. I have noticed that when I have been much more intentional with what I'm listening to, what I am like the content I'm consuming, it is affecting my vibration so much. I know we had an episode semi recently talking about the different universal laws or three of the different universal laws, I should say, because there are so many. We talked about a handful of the universal laws and one of them is the law of vibration. And I had noticed I'd been getting kind of down, kind of stressed. And I realized I just need to take a step back from certain content that Yes, maybe I like it. Maybe I like staying informed, but you know what? It's not good for me in the old noggin. It's not good for me mentally. So I'm going to take a step back. And so I've been really listening to more. I was for a while listening to books. I'm not listening to as many books right now. I just haven't really liked any that I started listening to, but that's okay. I actually net this upcoming week. I plan on trying a few new ones to listen to while I'm working, but I noticed because I would work from home, I would like to have things on in the background or else I'm just like sitting in silence, right? And I love music, but I get a little bored after a while. So I love conversations. I love podcasts. I love books. And um, I noticed that I was just listening to too many things that were lowering my vibration. Like as much as I want to stay involved in current world events, it also makes me want to slam my head into a wall. And maybe that is just privilege of being like, I'm going to turn this off. But to be honest, I know I need to mentally and spiritually. So I've been really taking a step back from like the news and politics, especially with election season coming. 
your girl wants nothing to do with it, even though I really do care and I'm very invested and I'm actually extremely opinionated. Shocker. I know. I know. Big shocker for y'all. I have a lot of fucking opinions when it comes to American politics. And uh, overview is I think everyone is trash. So don't come for me being like, oh, you're this side or that side. No, no, no. I'm no sides. I think all sides are corrupt. All sides are not the best. But anywho, because of that, it like really lowers my vibration. So I have been loving listening to the Balance Wand podcast, diving into old episodes, and really just opening myself up more spiritually. I have been really diving into more of my spiritual side. And I think that's actually a great transition into the topic that we're going to talk about today, which is how to live more authentically, more in alignment. I know that the whole goal for me when I created this podcast is to share lessons that I've learned along the way that have helped me improve my life, to live a more empowered life, to live just more as myself, as my true self. That is the goal in a nutshell of the Get Empowered podcast. And if you're an OG listener, you know that it was originally the Empowered with Erica podcast. I switched it to Get Empowered because honestly, guys, I want this to be a tool to empower you, right? I want you, I want you to get empowered. I want you to get empowered. And so I wanted to share with you guys today a handful of things that have helped me. Now, I will be honest with you guys. I do think that this is something that anyone can do and anyone can use. It's going to get a little out there, but also for a couple of the things, it may be more applicable to women. Now, I don't want to say that a man cannot use these tools. That is not true. And if you've listened to my Divine Feminine podcast episode, you know that every single person, male, female, whatever you identify as, whatever your sex, whatever, we both have, we all have both energies. We all have masculine energies. We all have feminine. I don't really give a shit like what you do in your personal life, okay? But we both, we all have both. But women tend to, our biology is just different in certain ways. And for us, I have noticed that when we step into our divine feminine energy more versus the masculine, it makes a big difference. So I will say that some of these tools may be more profound for women because they do help you to tap into the divine feminine a little bit. But again, everyone has both. And I think that you can put um, the divine masculine energy into these practices for sure. So I don't want to like put it in a box. But I'm just going to blanket statement that that this may be more applicable to women than men for some of them. And so the first one I want to talk about, and I've had a whole podcast episode on it. And to be quite honest, I think I'm toying with the idea of doing a whole series. And that is about human design. And so I'm thinking about doing like several episodes because I had someone who did a human design reading for me on a while ago. It's one of my earlier episodes. And I personally have been doing my own research into learning human design on a deeper level because it just has dramatically changed my life. And so human design is a multifaceted science that really takes two different types of science. It looks at the ancient science and the contemporary science. So when we're talking ancient science, we're talking astrology. I'm going to not pronounce this well. Chinese I Ching. Chak this chakra system, which you guys know I'm obsessed with the chakras. That's why I do a chakra reading at the end of every single episode. 
and the tree of life. Okay, so it takes some of these older practices and it combines it with contemporary science, such as quantum mechanics, such as astrology, such as biochemistry, such as genetics. And so essentially taking your birth time, your date and your location, you can generate a human design chart. And let me tell you, knowing my human design has completely changed my life. And I would say Kyle would say similar things. I, he hasn't dove as much into it as I have, but when I have read him his human design chart before, he's like, what the fuck? This is so me. And some criticism I hear from human design or from people who are maybe like skeptical is they're saying, oh, it's just putting you in a box. It's just putting you in a box. I disagree. I think it's actually a permission slip to just step into who you truly are. And I think a lot of people, especially if you're open to like the woo woo stuff, you will likely be more open to resonating with the human design chart. And there are just like with anything, there are positives and there are negatives. There are goods, there are bads. There's like the shadow side and the light side. And so it's going to really give you a lot of information about yourself. So for example, one of my themes, my life cross theme, my incarnation cross is, I forget, it's like the right angle of rulership or something. So for me, stepping into that leadership energy is part of my life purpose. And I don't know about you, but when I look back at my life, I have always been put in leadership positions. Like I was president of National Honor Society. I was on student council. I was in an honor society, like a leadership program in college. Like I always was put into these leadership positions. And this is where, okay, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent. I do not think anything is a fucking coincidence. Okay. So, so many aspects of my human design profile, my human design chart. And again, I'm going to dive more into this, but just like a general overview for me personally, a ton of my chart is basically saying what you need to do and what your goals are and your purpose is, is to share the things that you've been through and the lessons you learn from them because it is going to help others learn through you. Like your life path is to experience things and then to share them. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay, cool. And it's all like so many different aspects talk about leadership and rulership. And okay, this is where if you've listened, I know I have an episode where I talked about the book Spirit Babies. I forget which one it is, to be quite honest, but I love the concept of Spirit Babies, which is basically like the energy of our souls choose our parents, choose our path. And often I think we choose our name before we get here. I think we inspire our parents to name us the way we are. Guess what my name means? Guess what Erica spelled with a K means? It means like leader and ruler. I don't think that's a coincidence, guys. I just don't. I just don't. I don't think there are such things as coincidences. So what I love about human design is it helps you to explore and experiment with the mechanics of your nature and your evolving consciousness. Okay, so it looks at both who you are as a person and who you are becoming. And I've noticed with human design, there are so many components. You can go very basic. You can go very deep. If you want the basics, you can listen to my older episode that I did with Lauren. She's incredible. She did my human design reading and I am going to start to do a series here soon. I think I'm going to put it both on YouTube and on the podcast. And 
there are so many aspects, but I would say the three things to look at specifically just to start so you don't completely overwhelm yourself is your energy type, your strategy, and your authority. Okay, so those are key, key principles. And if you want more about that, because I don't want this episode to go too long, if you want more about that, go listen to my old episode or stay tuned because I think I'm going to break down each one of those components, like have a whole episode for each, have a whole episode on the different energy types, have a whole episode on the different strategies, a whole episode on the different authorities. And if you're not into it, sorry, but like I am. So I'm going to share it because I think it really is life changing information. Okay. So I love human design and a lot of people, I also love astrology. So let me talk about that really quick. I said human design versus astrology when I was like, if you're going to look at one thing, human design versus astrology. I love astrology in a lot, a lot, a lot of ways. I don't have as much experience with it. So that is one reason why I just lean more towards human design because I have more knowledge about human design. But also I like human design because I've noticed a ton of overlap with astrology and human design, probably because human design does incorporate astrology. And I don't know all the details, but it does. Like, that's why you need to know your birth time, your birth date, all that good shit, right? And so I've noticed a ton of overlap. Like, I think a lot of my manifesting generator qualities are also very similar to my Sagittarius sun and moon qualities. Like, I do. I think that my incarnation cross has similar qualities to my Scorpio rising. So I think a lot of it overlaps. And I think that for me, I've noticed, and again, this is because probably with astrology, I've only looked at the basics. I do love time passage. If you want to go into into your astrology chart, look up time passages. It's incredible. It's extremely detailed. It fucking goes there. Okay. But I've noticed a ton of overlap. And I just noticed for me that I think that astrology tends to be more general like, I think it's way more general. And I think human design for me personally, I was like, holy fuck, I'm reading a book about myself and every single person's chart is different. And it's crazy. It's very cool. You may have like similarities, but they're overall very different. Okay. So that is the first tool I recommend because as you learn more about yourself, especially if it resonates, it just gives you a permission slip to step into yourself to know that, oh, this quality or this quality or this quality about myself is not because I am fucked up or this or that, right? Like I was made to be this way. This is confirming. And that's where I know so many people love the personality test and this and that, but I like that this really isn't biased. Like you can't fuck it up. You know, it's not oh, well, am I a Enneagram two or an Enneagram six? I know that there's a ton of overlap or am I this like INFP, whatever they are, or am I whatever ESFJ or I don't know if those are the correct order of things, but you know what I mean? Like personality tests, I think can be very subjective. And what I love about human design is it's not subjective. It is objective in the sense of this is your chart, interpret it as you may. And I just love how detailed it is. So again, I just see it as not putting you in a box, but actually allowing you to maybe tune into parts of yourself you didn't even realize or that you knew, but you never had words for before and just gives you the permission slip to just be yourself and live in that authenticity, right? 
So the second thing that I, it, it changed my life guys. It is really, I think one of the things that kickstarted my woo woo spirituality self. Okay. And that is lunar tracking. So this is the modality that I believe may resonate more with women. And this is why. Okay. So I think everyone can use it, but I think it really, really resonates with women because of how our body, the rhythms that we have in our body, our hormonal cycle, our hormonal cycle really mimics the lunar cycle. Okay. Like there is a lot of alignment and especially if you're kind of like on the witchy side, you will know that there is like the red witch and the white witch based on when you menstruate and when you ovulate and all these things. And I have noticed that when I have started to live more in alignment with the moon and learn the moon more and learn how it affects us as humans, it blows my mind. And I feel like that is when I really, really started one to manifest more, but that's because for me personally, and I learned this through my human design chart, guys, it's crazy. But my moon magic practice is literally the perfect form of manifestation for me, the perfect form. And it may not be for everyone. So that's where I'm saying, take what resonates, leave the rest. If something is piquing your interest, like go learn more about it. Okay. I did a whole episode about the moon. I will probably do more in the future. Let's be honest, because my episode is called why I fucking love the moon because I do fucking love the moon. It's amazing shit. So, but basics to know is that there are both yang phases and yang phases of the moon. And we have eight phases, eight lunar phases, but there's going to be the yang and the yang. And so what I love about that is the yin and the yang, they obviously, they balance each other out with the yin. It's more of a time of reflection, a time of rest, a time of being where yang is a time of doing a time of taking action, a time of, um, maybe putting more energy out into the world. It's just different. And so what I like about that is every approximately three to four days, you go from a yin to a yang phase. Okay. And I have genuinely noticed that my mood shifts and my energy levels shift based on the phase of the moon. So again, this helped me to live more authentically in an alignment because I'm more likely to do something that is a high energy task during a yang phase. Or if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling low, or if my emotions are high, I look at what moon phase are we in? What lunar cycle are we in? Because not only do you look at the phases, you look at, okay, where is the moon in the sky? Is it in Taurus? Is it in Aries? Is it in Sagittarius? Because that is going to affect you differently. And so that part of astrology, I really love. I love that side of astrology. It's amazing. And I know a lot of people are like, you are fucking high off your rocker. Here's my challenge to you. And it's the ver a very basic argument, okay? You say that, or not you, but people out there say, okay, why do you think the moon would affect you so much? Okay, well, the moon literally affects the whole fucking planet, like the tides. Does anyone else forget about the tides, right? The moon affects the tides. How much percent water are we? I forget off the top of my head, but it's a high for percentage. Isn't like the human body like 80% water or something? It's a lot. So why do we think that if the moon controls the large amount of water on our fucking planet, it would not affect us who is mostly comprised of fucking water. Riddle me that. Riddle me that. Okay? So, the moon game fucking changer. 
It's a game changer. Learning how to live in alignment, setting an intention with each lunar cycle, doing the journal prompts with each lunar phase. I have a whole moon calendar that gives you the fucking bare basics. And I think it's like $8. And actually I'm thinking I'm going to lower it to four because we're halfway through the year and it's only a 2023 calendar. Okay. And I will be releasing a new one for the new year. Why? Because I fucking love it. Okay. And actually, if you're on the YouTube, let me show you it really quick. Cause I have it right here. Don't mind the noises. That was a crystal. So if you're on the YouTube, you can see I do this for every single month. I give you what lunar phase we are. At the beginning of this calendar, I share what these signs mean, what the lunar phase is. I share all the information that it means and how you can use it in the most basic way. You can get very intense with it, okay? I am pretty intense with it, but I share with you the absolute basics, right? Because it is important and I think it really can change your life, especially, 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 especially for women. Okay. And I'm not trying to be sexist. I'm not trying to say it won't help men. I think it will. Absolutely. Like I said, we're all made up of water, but especially with women's hormonal cycles, like how we work and function in life is different. And I love that more and more women are tapping into the feminine energy because it literally is so fucking different than a man's energy. And like the world has really been structured around how men operate. And so I love that more women are like taking that back and learning how to operate within their cycle, learn to operate within like their hormonal, like stages that they're in. And I think the moon is an amazing way to do that. And actually side note, I went to Goodwill today and I found an amazing book called In the Flow. I've heard so many things about it and I'm so excited. I got it for like $2. We love it. Two fucking dollars. So, and it was like brand new. I love Goodwill. Side note, I love Goodwill. Okay. So third thing, and I don't think this one is going to be a shocker, but the third tool that I recommend to live more authentically and in alignment is meditation you know a bitch loves to meditate. And I have been so consistent this week and I am so proud of myself. And every single day when I start with a meditation, let me tell you my day goes better. My day goes better. And I know meditation is not for everyone. I know a lot of people like breath work or other things, but I'm just sharing what works for me and that is meditation. It changes their brainwaves. It changes the neuroplasticity. And for me, as someone who tends to be a little bit higher, strong, a little more anxious. As you guys know, I've been working on the inner child healing and the self-talk. I need to meditate. It helps to quiet my mind. And also I've noticed it really helps me in stressful situations, not be as reactive. Okay. So quick and easy meditation, meditation, meditation. I love it. And one of the main reasons I love it guys is because if you're supposed to, or not supposed to, but if you're trying to live authentically, if you are trying to live in alignment with your, with your highest self, how the fuck are you supposed to know how to do that? If you'd never take time to quiet your mind, like if we don't have any stillness in our life, how are we supposed to know what direction to take? what to do, what path to forge on. Just like so many people are into praying, like I'm going to put it in the same category, praying, meditation, whatever, taking that time to be still, to listen. Like when I was a practicing Catholic, they'd say, okay, prayer is the time where yes, you can speak to God, but also like listen for the response, right? So if we are never taking the time 
to sit down and quiet our mind. How are we ever going to receive downloads from the universe or, you know, messages from God or your higher power or whatever you believe in? How are we supposed to get those urges and how are we supposed to get those, um, those nudges on where to go next? You know, so you have to create that space. And I also think it's just a very good practice to tune into yourself. And it is literally a practice. You are practicing taking the time to connect with yourself and it's going to help strengthen your intuition. It's going to help strengthen your higher self. It's going to help you to be more connected to the universe and more open to the universe. And so then in my opinion, the universe is going to send you more signs and it's going to communicate with you more because you are making the time to sit down and be still. And I love that. And of course, there's other things. There's walking meditations. Like there's other things like that. I am a, let me lay down and put crystals all over my body type girl, but that's just me. And yes, I do literally, I put my amethyst on my third eye. I put my, you know, pineapple, um, pineapple quartz on my heart chakra. I do all that shit. Unashamedly, I do. And I do not care because I feel so damn good after. So meditate. And of course, you know me, if you can do a crystal, if you could put a crystal with it, 10 out of 10 recommend. Side note, side note, I am so excited. I connected with someone who's like a crystal expert. And so we are working on getting her on the podcast and I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It. Uh, I'm going to geek out over this episode. I cannot wait. Side note, last thing, last tool. And I've talked about it recently, okay? I've talked about this tool recently. And that is inner child healing. Inner child healing. I have been doing way more intentional inner child healing work, both with my ACA group as well as my therapist. And let me tell you, it is... It's hard work, it really is, but it is the most freeing work, okay? And so why do I say that? Because when we act as, as I said, you guys know I have a whole episode on this, it's actually a pretty recent one, but I talked about the inner critical parent versus the loving parent. And so inner child healing is really starting to act as your loving parent and being more kind and gentle to yourself and really, in my opinion, tuning into the inner child and allowing the inner child to express yourself. And so many people in today's society, for whatever reason, maybe it's trauma, maybe it's growing up in a dysfunctional family, maybe it's societal norms and expectations, whatever the reason may be, a lot of people have shut down that inner child. So the loving parent healing, it frees our inner child to allow our natural playfulness, our natural joy and creativity to shine forth. Okay, so play is massive for the inner child healing. Okay, and freeing your inner child just opens us up to spontaneity, like I said, to playfulness. It strengthens our intuition. It strengthens our trust and it strengthens our joy. Like, do we not know the amount of kids that are so connected to like the spirit world and the realm? And that's because the veil is thin with children. It is, and it's because they don't have all this shit that has clouded them, right? And so connecting to your inner child One, it's going to increase the joy in your life. It is going to allow you to feel more free. It is so powerful, so, so, so powerful. And I truly think it's something that probably everyone in today's society needs to do in some way, shape or form. And I will tell you, like I have learned so much about this from Kyle and in a very inadvertent way, like he would be shocked to hear me say that. He'd be like, what do you mean? I don't do any of that shit, but he does because he taps into his inner child all the time. 
he is such a good example of expressing joy and playfulness and fun. It's one of the many reasons I love him because I know for me, my inner child being tamped down for so long has made me just more serious than what I actually am, more stress, more high anxiety. And so I love that I have this tangible example of someone that does whatever they want unapologetically, that enjoys what they enjoy. It does not give a shit what people think about that. And so for me, even just sharing all my quote woo woo shit is me helping my inner child, right? Because I am allowing myself to express my interests. So even this podcast, allowing me to speak my truth, healing the inner child. And side note, I don't know if any of y'all have made this connection before, but I noticed recently how many things that are healing for me as an adult, like physical activities and things and interests are all things I liked in some way, shape or form as a kid. And I just forgot about, right. Or maybe it's a little bit different now as an adult, just because, you know, typically child and adult interests are different. But for example, I collected rocks as a kid. I collected rocks and I polished them. And now your girl has probably 20 crystals sitting next to her. I still love rocks. Like who would have known? No, I like them for different reasons and different things. And I do different things with them, but like, that's kind of fucking funny. Right. And I was always interested in the sky in stars. You know, I got a telescope for Christmas one year and I loved it. I loved looking outside. I love looking at the stars, looking at the constellations. And now your girl's obsessed with the fucking moon, loves astrology, loves that stuff. I love it. I love, love, love it. Right. Like how funny is that? Or, you know, I grew up skiing, I grew up in nature, and I personally think that getting outdoors is extremely important for everyone for grounding purposes, but I know my soul needs it. Like, as I've shared before, my astrology chart is so much fire, so much fire, and I need to go into the earth and ground, and I need that water, I need that earth to calm me down because my whole chart is mostly fire. I have a sprinkling of water here, a sprinkling of air. I think I have one air sign in my chart, in my massive astrological chart, but it's mostly like fire and water and I need that earth to bring me back down to earth, right? So, you know, I think it's really interesting that these things that I enjoyed as a kid, like kayaking or how my interest in high school was sparked for kayaking and paddleboarding. And that's now one of the reasons I love paddleboarding so much today. Even I was telling Kyle, like on the water, I was like, this is just so peaceful because he's kind of one of those people where with like hiking or like outdoor activities, he's like, what's the point? What's the purpose? Like for him, he only hikes when he hunts, right? Where I just hike to see the pretty view. And so he was kind of like, where are we going? What are we doing? Because thankfully he joined me. It was really nice to have him here um, paddleboarding with me. And cause last time we went, he like stayed and he fished on the shore, but this time he like brought his board and we went and it was just really nice. And I was like, well, one of the reasons I love it is it just brings so much peace and tranquility. Like I just feel so much more centered and grounded. I don't know if anyone else can relate, but those activities that allow you to be your true self that you just get so excited for, I'm going to challenge you to dive into them dive into them. Allow yourself to enjoy the things that you truly enjoy in your heart. Allow yourself to let the inner child play. Like making time for play is so incredibly important, especially as an adult. So those are the four things that have helped me tremendously. Human design, okay? Journaling the moon, following the moon, 
meditation, and inner child healing work. So now let's pull a chakra card for this week's episode. Okay, y'all, this card literally just flew out of the deck. I don't know if you saw that, if you're on the YouTube, but it fucking flew. So it is the Angels and Masters card, which is connected to the Soul Star Chakra, which a lot of people only talk about seven chakras. I talk about nine. I I include the Soul Star and the Earth Chakra. So I love this card. Basically, first of all, if you have a clear crystal quartz, I recommend using it to meditate to help open the soul star chakra. So this is a powerful card, guys. If you are someone that's maybe been going through a hard time, maybe you're trying to question, maybe you're questioning things, maybe you have been searching for answers, this card is a reminder that one, you are not alone, okay? You have angels and ascended masters that are with you at all times. At all times. So ascended masters are essentially these higher vibrational beings that hold a lot of wisdom, a lot of love, and a lot of light. And they're here to help guide you on your journey. Okay. So a lot of people consider Mother Mary as an ascended master of like divine love. Okay. So then we have the archangels. And the archangels are also here to guide you and assist you. And they're just, angels are different than ascended masters. And I just love that basically what they're here to do is assist you in your life right now. This card is a reminder that you are not alone. Maybe you've been on this journey. You know, this whole podcast episode, we talked about living your most authentic self. This whole podcast episode, we talked about living in alignment. And maybe throughout this process of stepping into yourself, you felt very alone very scared, very unsure. So this is your reminder that the Ascended Masters and the Archangels are with you. You are not alone on this journey. The universe has your fucking back, okay? They have your back and they are going to help guide you. They are going to love you. They are going to protect you, okay? So they are with you at all times. I mean, how many times have you had a supernatural experience where you're like, okay, an angel definitely stepped in there? They are here for you. They are with you on your journey and know that they have your back and that you have literally nothing to worry about. You are blessed and you are protected at all times, okay? So I really encourage you to take a moment, hand over your stress or your concerns to the Ascended Masters, to the Archangels. You can literally just ask for their assistance. You can just say, Archangels, please help me with XYZ. Ascended Masters, I, please guide me in this area. And they will give you signs. They will fill your heart. They will give you love. They will give you wisdom. And they will give you healing, okay? So do not sleep on these guys. This is the universe reminding you, you are not alone. I know a lot of people nowadays are really struggling with isolation and loneliness. But you are never, ever, ever alone. The universe has your back and is with you always. Thank you guys so much. I had so much fun doing this episode with you all today. Thank you for listening. I cannot wait to hear what you loved best. So guys, literally, please share with me, DM me, share this episode with a friend. The way we're going to grow this podcast is by sharing it. So please tell me what you loved. Tell me what you want to hear more about. If something stuck out to you where you're like, can you please dive deeper? Comment on the YouTube, send me a DM, send me a text. If you have my number, like whatever the case may be, please share what you liked, what resonated and share if you implement any of these things, or if you want to learn more, I am going to start doing more with human design where you may be able to work with me personally with your human design more to come on that. So if you want to learn more, stay tuned and I will see you guys next week. Do not forget to stay empowered. Bye y'all. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode, and of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.